A little crazy, little sexy, little cool Little rough around the edges, but I keep it smooth I'm always left to center and it's right where I belong I'm the random mind and don't you hear in major songs And I like that Hey, how are you and how you doing, baby? It is your girl, that art nerd, and it is time for Shaking the Table. And let's just get ready to shake it up, why don't you? So, I'm just going to jump right into it because if you haven't been able to tell by now, there has been so much, so much that I have researched and studied with this. So it's just like all of this knowledge and conversation that really pertains to us as a black community and us as a society in whole because I would say that explaining these stereotypes is not a black issue it affects black people in America but it is a cultural American issue so today we're going to be talking about the tragic mulatto so what is a mulatto first of all do not, I repeat, do not call anybody a mulatto today. It is rude and it is insulting. But for the sake of the stereotype that is called a tragic mulatto, um, essentially you're talking about a mixed person. You're talking about somebody who is half black and half white. And the idea of the mulatto is, um, so a mule. You're basically calling them a mule um, or society has been calling them a mule. And that is a horse mixed with a donkey. Rude, right? So, and they really were called mulattoes, um, mixed people. And just, there is so much to unpack with this one. <laughs> um, first, let's get into why I'm considering, or why, not even just me, why it is considered a black stereotype for mixed people. While mixed people stereotypes, the tragic mulatto is considered a black stereotype. So I'm sure you have those, I don't see it often, <laughs> but I'm sure you have those who are mixed that will say, well, I'm not black. And we as a black community usually side-eye the heck out of them. Like, mm, I don't know who lied to you just because you may not have both parents be fully black. Mm, for all intents and purposes, honey, honey, you are black because when it comes right down to it, as long as you have that melanin in your skin and you cannot pass, we'll get into that in just a second, you are black. Um, we had something called the one drop rule in America. This is an actual thing during Jim Crow. If you had what is considered one drop of black in you, you had to consider your black yourself black and you do not get to do what the white people do. You do not get to fraternize with white people. You do not get to socialize with white people. And it's a shame, hence the one drop rule and the whole tragic part of it, according to white America. It's a shame, a shame because you are so close to purity. You're so close to whiteness, but you're yet so far because you have just that one drop or more. A blackness in you that makes you stained and it makes you just impure to mix with us 
or mix with them. And supposedly that is something that will drive mixed people mad to be so close and so high yellow, as people call it, yet so far. And it's considered to be tragic. And again, I'm not saying that this is what it is. I'm referring to the stereotype specifically. It is saying that you are basically too white for the black kids and too black for the white kids. But most of the time, and I'm just going to say most of the time, you're not going to find a mixed person that's going to identify as just white. Like you're just not (laughs) because white people are never going to accept them because they will never look white. Our genes, our genes being black people are way too strong. Like you're going to maybe get some fair skin, but you're going to have maybe a broader nose or some kinky hair or something or some melanated skin. Like my my goddaughter is mixed Um, and it's not just black and white. She has a little bit of everything in her. But for all intents and purposes, she is she is a black girl. Her hair is black, not by color. Well, it is by color, but her hair has some some ethnicity to it, some ethnicness. Um, definitely brown skin. Um, she she cannot pass. And what passing is is the concept of being able to pretend that you're white or go undetected of as being black and one of the classic movies of a black person passing um, is with Lena Horne and it is called uh, Imitations of Life and it's about a black girl who can pass as white she's very very light she's extremely light-skinned and you wouldn't know that she is black if you didn't meet her mother who was very dark And that's when society will be like super nice and super kind to her and tell her how beautiful she is. And she just has all of the privileges of being white until people see her mother or see where she lives or see that she goes to the black neighborhoods. And she always resented that. So she grows up and just completely separates herself from her black mother. Because her mother was a mammy. This was around that stereotype. You have both stereotypes in one. Her mother was a mammy and took care of a, a white woman's household and things of that nature. And she used to play with the white girl's daughter and things of that nature. And really, she just wanted to be white. She lives this whole double life when she gets older. And yeah, if you ever watched the movie, it's a good movie. So I'm not going to tell everything about it. But it definitely gives a clear depiction of what passing looks like and what that tragic mulatto portrayal and stereotype looks like. Um, A more modern version of that is the Netflix movie Passing um, with Tessa Thompson. Um, She's not the main character, but she's one of the main, main characters. And her friend in it is passing as white. And that's also a very dangerous game back then very 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 dangerous game it's like the opposite of black fishing and if you don't know what black fishing is look it up so your tragic mulatto is portrayed in a lot of movies and stereotypes back in your like early i want to say your early 19th and 20th century or late 19th century early 20th century of 
basically it's just that it's a conundrum. You can't be white. You can't be black. You don't fit in either way. Um, and there is, don't get me wrong, black people accept the mixed people a lot more than the white community would. And that's not even just a stereotype. That is just straight up factual <laughs> and everything with what I've seen. But there is a lot of what we call colorism in the black community as well, where there is some resentment the higher you are to passing. And that's something that has been taught to us. Again, whole other conversation. We have a lot of things that we can really discuss at the table, you guys. Probably shouldn't discuss at the table, but <laughs> you know I'm going to do it anyway. So let's just take a quick break and let's jump a little bit more into this tragic mulatto stereotype. You're listening to Shaking the Table with your host, That Art Nerd. Hey, you guys. So welcome back. And we are currently talking about the tragic mulatto stereotype. So let's just go a little bit deeper into this in the time that we have left. So the two different the two different spectrums of your tragic mulatto is you have those who have always thought that they were white. And this is just a stereotype that we have seen depicted, particularly in movies and TV and just throughout media. So you have those who they've always thought they were white. And then somehow unexpectedly, they find out that they have blackness in their blood. And it just, it makes them you know, cast away from their white society, lose all of their white privileges, things of that nature. Again, it puts them into that downward spiral. And ultimately, those stories end in the mixed person, we'll say, um, committing suicide or something tragic along those ends. And then you have um, the spectrum that I was mentioning before of those who will kind of do away with their black family members that know they're black, but they want to begin to pass for a better life, um, which is a dangerous game. I'm sure you definitely had those who would do it. Because if you were found out to be black, you, they were going, they was going to handle that. Basically, there was no fraternization. And this is just, and this is all a false myth that really just kind of perpetuated that idea that there should be no mixing of the races that or let's just say mix, mixing of the ethnicities because we're all of the human race but there should be no mixing of it because it would not end well so it's just this idea that black people should stay with their own kind and white people should stay with their own kind because any offspring that would be had of that have no place to go they do not belong and they're just going to have an awful tragic life not knowing where they fit in not knowing where they belong and there's just nothing good that can come of it but on the flip side of that there's almost like and still is a like a fetish of mixed babies like it's almost like a fetish that mixed people are considered to be superior and better at least as it pertains to the black community because that one drop rule they'll never be better than white but they are definitely a step up from dating a black person and a lot of that does kind of start the whole colorism issue in black society but that is basically your your trope of what it's like to be quote unquote the tragic mulatto that these biracial people are born to be hurt and it is a 
a tragic life to live, which we know is untrue. We absolutely know is untrue. And it's basically it was an idea to keep your races separate and that there's, you know, it's they're beautiful and they're love and they are this and that. But they're just so close yet so far. And it's it's better not to even put yourself in that position or have those types of children. Um, tragic, right? <laughs> no pun intended on that one. But uh, you know what? Thank you guys for listening to The Tragic Mulatto. Thank you guys for listening and rocking with me from here, from there to here. (laughs) Yes, the Mammy and the Jezebel and then the Sapphire and then the Tragic Mulatto, which actually I've only ever seen. I don't want to quote and say that it's only a thing for females, but I've never I've never seen a depiction of a tragic mulatto in media that is of a male, except maybe for the Colin Kaepernick story that's on, um, also on Netflix. Yeah. Um, except that he, and I say this loosely because it's not like if you know Colin Kaepernick or have been following anything about him and don't have a jaded perception of what his platform is, um, you'll know that he is by far not a woe is me kind of thing. But you can see in the beginning stages of that show, um, it is very much him trying to fit in and figure out where he belong and why certain things were what they were growing up with his white family. Um, And what was that called? Black and White on Netflix. It's called Black and White. Um, Calling in Black and White. Um, Amazing series, mini series, if you want to give that a shot and watch that as well. So you should actually go do that now because sadly this show is coming to an end for the day. Just for the day. You can definitely check in with me later, but it's been real, you guys. Happy Friday. Thanks for listening and shaking the table with me with your host, That Art Nerd, and go kickstart your weekend. I'm out. Have a great one. I'm always left to center and it's right where I belong